I'm Samantha Bove, and this is She's Too Much. This show is for the woman who's been told that she dreams too much, talks too much, cares too much, thinks too much, feels too much, needs too much. And I say it's about damn time that we are even more. Because that thing you think makes you too much is the exact thing the world needs more of. This is going to be a raw episode for me, but probably one of the most important ones I ever record. I think that women do not talk enough about the period of time where you contemplate a breakup. The days of agony of going back and forth in your mind with the pros and the cons, the questioning and the debating if you're the crazy one, and really worrying about what decision to make. This podcast is for the woman who's been caught in this mental trap for too long and needs some clarity. I'm almost embarrassed to admit that I had contemplated breaking up with my ex for three years, almost on a daily basis. I was so confused and wanted so desperately to connect to my intuition, but I really struggled. So almost a year post-breakup, I've examined my process for getting clear that it was time for me to leave. And I broke it down into four questions that you can ask yourself today so you don't have to spend one more day in confusion. To be clear, I am not rooting for you to leave. I am just rooting for you. For you to choose a path that makes you feel like the queen you are. And before we dive in, I want to acknowledge that this podcast took a lot for me to record because there's a part of me that wants to maintain privacy. And honestly, I'm worried I'm going to be judged for being a woman that airs my dirty laundry. But that narrative of a woman that is revered for being private and loyal is the exact thing that keeps women from talking about their pain and about the truth of what goes on behind the scenes. And so while some of my friends and family and my ex's family may know exactly who I'm talking about, it doesn't matter because it is worth it. If one person, if you right now, here's one thing that helps you get closer to your truth. My hope is that you find that place of self-trust so deep that you can say, even though I'm scared, even though I'm not fully confident, this is my choice. Now, these four questions were designed for you to be introspective. So if possible, please get to a quiet space and give yourself the gift of time. Take space from your current partner, even if just for a few hours, put on do not disturb mode, sit at a coffee shop, and explore these questions and your feelings around them. So let's dive into the four questions that'll help you get clear on if now's the time to break up. Number one, does a path without this person feel more true to who I am and who I want to be? The key here is not to consider comfort while you're exploring this question. I know the path that you're on right now, even if you're not super happy in your relationship in this moment, 
It's kind of feel safe because it's what you're used to. But I want you to give yourself full permission to explore other potential paths that you can walk down in your life. Allow yourself to dream up a relationship that feels easy and passionate and kind. One that includes your partner and one that doesn't include them. I know you may feel a little guilty about this exercise as if you're betraying them, but this is so necessary if you want to get clear on if a breakup is right for you. The first time I allowed myself to explore this was in a Reiki session, and oof, it really, really changed things for me. So I was receiving Reiki from my teacher, and if you've ever had Reiki before, it puts you into a very deep meditative state. And for me, it really opens up my psychic and intuitive senses, and I'm able to connect very intimately with my highest self, with my guides, and even communicate with my ancestors. This is actually why I became a Reiki practitioner, because of how profound Reiki has been for me. So during this session, I had an entire visual, crystal clear, as if I was right there, of me in bed on a Sunday morning in this beautiful bedroom with sun pouring in through the windows. And my husband was holding my son under one arm, walking up to the bed with a coffee for me in the other hand. My daughter and I were already cuddling and he comes into bed. He looks at me in my eyes. He kisses me. It was bliss. This man in my vision, he was not my fiance. Tears poured out of my eyes uncontrollably. I was sobbing. And after the session, I looked over at my teacher and told her what I saw. And she said, she looked at me dead in my eyes, and she said, I see this path for you. I've seen it for you before, and it's real. There is a man, many men actually, that do see you as a queen, and they worship you like a goddess. She told me that that path is mine if I chose it. And if I chose to stay in my relationship right now, that was just one of many paths that I could have in my life. They're all just choices that we make. I felt really guilty about exploring this potential life path for myself, but it was only because I allowed myself to dream that I eventually was able to see myself as someone who deserved to be loved like that man that I saw in my vision. And because I allowed myself to dream and feel into the experience of what it would be like to really be in a relationship like that, It helped give me the courage to leave and to take the steps I needed to create a life that would align with that vision eventually. The first man who I was with after my breakup was the first man that ever called me a queen. So go start dreaming. What do you see? Use your imagination. It is real if you choose it. Question number two when contemplating a breakup. Does my partner love the parts of me that I love the most about myself? Or do they love the parts of me that benefit them the most? This was the biggest determining factor for me and actually the inspiration behind this entire podcast of She's Too Much. Who I was evolving and growing into while I was in my previous relationship was a too much woman. It was a woman who used her voice in a big way, who started to embrace the full range of her sensuality. She started taking dance classes, putting herself out online more, expanding her social circle. And I noticed that these parts of me made my ex real uncomfortable. 
I remember I came home after a sexy dance class I took one night, which was already an edge for me to sign up for a sexy chair dancing class. And I asked him if I could do the routine for him. I was like really excited and really nervous about it. But I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I'm not a dancer, but this could be hot. This could be cool. Like, I got this. He looked at me and he said, no, I'm not into it. Ugh. My ability to put myself out there, my confidence, the way I accept my body, those are some of my favorite parts of myself. And those weren't the parts that he really liked. Actually, I think they were the parts of me that he judged the most. One day, I remember I came home with a matcha and it was seriously the best ice matcha I've ever had up until the, that point. And so I walked and I was like, this is the best ice matcha I've ever had. He looked at me and said, nobody's going to take you seriously if you keep saying everything's the best. You get like really excited about things. Yeah, I do. My excitement, my true feminine childlike joy and lust and pleasure that I get out of life is what I love the most. But it actually made him embarrassed. The way I laugh really big, stop to smell roses, dance even if I'm in the aisle of a grocery store, those are what make me me. And it really clicked for me that the parts that I love the most about me and the parts that my friends love the most about me, he didn't really like because they didn't really benefit him. Now, this was really confirmed when we were in couples therapy and the woman asked, what do you love the most about Samantha? And he said, Mm, how much she considers me. But what do you love the most about who she is? He couldn't answer. I decided then that I deserved a partner who adores the parts of me that I love the most, the big parts, the too much parts, the passionate parts. Whether or not they directly benefit him, he enjoys them. He respects them. And dare I say it, he worships them. And let me tell you, I have seen the other side of a man who loves to see me dance for him, who loves the way I light up over a delicious meal or beverage. And it feels so good to be seen. You deserve that too. Question number three. Now, this may be one of the hardest questions for you to explore, but one of the most important. Ask your friends and your family, what have you noticed about me in this relationship? So while you may feel like you're the only one who knows your relationship best, and I'm sure you do, there is wisdom in asking others what they see and what they think. There are plenty of people who have known you way longer than your partner has. And while they can never understand the inner complexities of your relationship because they're not on the inside, they absolutely can reflect back to you what they've noticed about you and your personality and maybe how it's changed while you've been in this relationship. When I started asking my friends what they've seen in me when we're together, I had multiple people tell me, he dims your light. When you're not around him, you're so much more expressive. You're more yourself. When you're with him, you seem preoccupied with keeping him comfortable. Ugh. Yeah, this hurt, but I knew it was true. Someone in my ex's own family told me before we broke up 
that they would understand if I chose to leave him and that if I had any self-worth, I probably should. Looking back, that was a little bit of a red flag. But here's the thing. You don't have to take people's word for it. I just want you to explore your response around what they say. Do you resonate with it? Is there a part of you that agrees with what they're saying to you? And maybe you think they're totally off and totally projecting and that's okay and then you stay. Or maybe you just stay for a little longer because that's what you need. Or maybe their words and their reflection may validate a lot of what you've been fearing and feeling but have not been wanting to accept or acknowledge. Their words may give you a little nudge that you need to take some action. And now a big part of asking people for their feedback and for what they've witnessed is also being willing to talk to them, to open up, to get vulnerable about your relationship and be honest. There was a lot of gaslighting that I experienced in my previous relationship and I remember thinking to myself every day, maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I am asking for too much. Maybe this is an unreasonable request. And when I started to share with my friends and my family what was going on behind the scenes, the words that were being said, they were shocked. Their shock and their reactions really helped snap me back into the reality of what I was dealing with. And also painted a really clear picture of what I don't deserve and what I really want. And the final question to help you get clear on if a breakup is right for you. Number four, am I staying in this out of love or out of fear? If you're listening to this, I know you've entertained the idea of breaking up. And so I want you to get really curious about what thoughts pop up in your mind as you explore the idea of leaving. So ask yourself, should I break up with them? And then see where your mind travels to, fear or love. Signs that you're operating out of love and it may be a really good idea to stay or give it more time or put in more work is that you feel like you would deeply miss this person's presence in your life that you enjoy your time with this person, you feel seen, heard, cared for, taken care of. You laugh, you grow with your person. You think that your life is more magical with this person in it. You feel like your pleasure is a priority. You get immense joy out of caring for this person. They enjoy all the parts of you that you love and they encourage you to be more yourself. But if you're staying in this out of fear, those thoughts will look like, Well, we can't break up because what would I do? Where would I go? I don't know how to be single or to date. Oh my God, I don't want to go on apps. I can't imagine what my life would look like. Oh, what if I never found someone who loved me like they did? I've already invested so much time. I should just stick it out. What would people think? Would I take down all of our photos? Would I have to make an announcement? What would my family think? What would their family think? I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want this to fail. If you are more concerned with the fear of what life would look like without them, rather than how much you would genuinely miss the life you have now with them, it may be a sign that you are more ready to leave than you think. 
please know that you deserve a relationship that makes you feel like the queen you are, that you are worthy of a love that blows your mind and calms your soul. I see that path for you. And I'll leave you with one final question. What if everything you're looking for in love wasn't too much? What if it's exactly what's waiting for you? What if you could get comfortable saying, yeah, I'm too much, and you can go find less? If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a woman who may be contemplating a breakup. DM me and tell me how it impacts you. Tag me on Instagram at Samantha Bove. Tell me how it helped. And if you want to contribute to more women embracing their too muchness and not settling for the bare minimum, please leave a review, tap the five-star button, and subscribe to this podcast. It helps more than you know, and you mean more to me than you know. If you're looking to strengthen your inner voice, build self-trust, and tap into your intuitive abilities, go to samanthabove.com forward slash intuition for my free guide, which shares three activities you can do this weekend to have some fun while also strengthening your intuition. See you next time. Intuition.